Welcome to Job Seekers Radio. I'm Andrew. And I'm Scott. Today, we're talking about how to find a great wingman during your job search. We're also going to talk about being a good wingman. This podcast is dedicated to providing meaningful support to you so that you can find great new jobs faster. We're coming to you from the beautiful Pacific Northwest city of Portland, Oregon. It's a beautiful day, isn't it, Scott? It's gorgeous. Yes, of course. We enjoy them when they're here. That's right. Well, today we're talking about a wingman. I know that's not gender appropriate, is it? Well, given its history, I think we can get away with it. Um, It comes from military term, if I'm not mistaken, from from World War II. uh, Fighter pilots, bombers, uh, they had somebody who would watch out for them to make sure that enemy aircraft weren't coming in uh, and to protect them if they did. So the idea of using having a wingman in your job search is the idea that someone is there to support you, to back you up, to uh, give you what you need. And sometimes that's a listening ear. Sometimes that's to hold up the mirror and say, are you really doing what you think you're doing? Uh, and to help us hold ourselves accountable, which is really what sets the Breakfast Club apart. Yes, as a networking group, we typically like to get together so that we can build community. The benefit of that, in my mind, is that you're not going through it alone. Exactly. And and when you're searching for work and you don't have a job to go to every day, uh, it can be lonely. You might be uh, alone, but you're, you know, it's not good for your psychology. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. The, the the camaraderie that comes in when if your wingman or the people that you're working with are others who are unemployed, the advantage of, of working with them is that they know what you're going through because they're going through something very similar. The wingman could be somebody who is a family member, a spouse, a, a, a good friend, anybody who can support you, who can empathize with you, who can allow you to do what you need to do, as well as to bounce things off of. If you wanted to try a new resume or you wanted to do your own little mock interview, these are folks that will help you through your process. There has to be a bit of accountability there, too, that this isn't a yes man or woman, to be gender appropriate, a, a yes person. It's important that we have somebody there that's going to call our BS. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and and you'll hear me uh, say this from time to time, but it's okay to to take a step back, to postpone something or procrastinate as long as you don't keep doing it, it's fine. But the advantage of having someone there to help you is that they're going to ask you questions or make comments to bring you back to reality when you need it. So the biggest question is, how do you find a wingman? There's lots of people that Scott mentioned that could be potential um, a potential wingman for your job search. One of the ways that we do it is through the job search group. So there's groups that get together as a community. Sometimes that's through a church, nonprofit, ministry type of situation. Others um, are through universities. Mm-hmm. Ours just happens to have been an organic one that, that uh, was the nexus actually of ExecuNet. I don't know if you knew that. Yes. So the ExecuNet meetings were only once a month and they were at night. And these folks were out of work. So it's like, hey, why don't we meet more frequently and maybe in the mornings? Right. Uh, and so that, so think about job groups in your area. 
a lot of times you'll find them through WorkSource. I think WorkSource is through Department of Labor in virtually any city. Uh, WorkSource is another uh, place. At least in the state of Oregon. Yeah. Well, I know there's, I don't know if it's called WorkSource out. You know, it might have a different name in your state. But look up the Department of Labor employment, the people that are there to help you find employment when you're on unemployment compensation. Uh, that's another good resource to find people. Well, and talking about the organic ones, the things that spring up, um, sometimes it's someone who is giving up their time year after year who is just there to help them because they've been connected with people through other organizations like Toastmasters or some of the others. There's also groups that form from like-minded people. Uh, One group that I was involved in for a while, uh, it was a group of executives that all found themselves, they were friends and found themselves uh, unemployed at the same time. So they started going out for a beer uh, every so often, and then it became a weekly thing. And then other people started joining them when they found out others were also losing their jobs. And it was probably during recession sometime. But Uh the idea is that has since become its own group. And there are many of them out there. So if you're involved in a specific industry or in a specific discipline, you have the ability to reach out to other people who may be looking for work or who have the time to get together. And it's all just to be somewhat social, but the the idea of having a group that you can belong to that helps you to have a purpose, to have something to do, somewhere to go each week. Um, these are groups that they're, they're in your wheelhouse. So they may be hearing about things that you're not, or you may be hearing about things that they do. And they may have heard about this great new idea on, um, you know, when you're interviewing, have you tried this? And so these conversations really become very helpful and you're working with your peers. The one question that I'm sure the listeners have in their mind is if I'm collaborating with somebody in my own industry and we're going after the same jobs and I have them as my wingman, I might feel a little guarded or protect the information that I have because I don't want someone else to have my opportunity. Right. And that I'm the only one that has that information. So I can't let it get out. It's like, Top secret. That that can be really tough, and that has happened to me. A, a good friend of mine, also in HR, um, had heard about a position, and she carefully let me know about it, and I was grateful for it. But we were competing for the same position, and we both needed a job. And the lesson I learned from that is this is not a zero-sum game, because ultimately, whether or not she gets it or I get it. Hopefully the right person gets it. And so I can be happy for her or for whoever it is that we're talking about. I can be happy for the other person because they're getting a good position. Am I disappointed that it wasn't me? Probably. But if I'm not the right person, I don't want that job because then I have a whole bunch of other stuff that I have to deal with. So... It ends up being a better better way to go. And because it's not a zero-sum game, let's say she gets the job and I don't. Now I have a contact who is employed who can help me network either further into that organization or they may have contacts with other organizations and we keep it going. How, how huge is that? To actually have somebody that's working yeah. in your network. Especially if they end up being my wingman. So if you're both out of work and you're working together to find an opportunity, 
and they get a job. Now you have somebody inside your circle, preferably your inner circle, that's now employed. Here, so I see there's a couple of benefits to doing it with somebody that's in your same wheelhouse. One, you now don't have a competitor anymore, right. truthfully. That if there's another opportunity that comes up, guess what? They've already got a job, so you're not competing against them anymore. The second benefit is if you can both get an interview for the same role, you've pushed somebody out of the equation that would have otherwise been there. That, and, and continue to compete. That increases your probability of getting to the sure. finals, okay, well, and being a finalist. And think about that. If I encourage my friend to go ahead and interview, and I'm interviewing too, and she gets the job, well, that means I'm not competing with her. If I don't share it with her and I don't get the job, I'm still competing with her. That's right. And if it's a big enough company, you never know if they're going to pull you in for exactly. some subject matter expertise that you have Absolutely. that they don't. Absolutely. So it, it, there's always uh, a glass half full and a glass half empty. So there's look at both sides of it and use your best judgment, Absolutely. I guess is what I would say. What we don't want to do is educate our competition to the point where we're, we're sabotaging ourselves. Yes. Uh, who was it that said they, they've never known anyone to listen their way out of a job? Um, yeah. Uh, but still, it, it's all about encouraging each other and working together and making sure that we as a group are moving forward. The other advantage to that is if you're working with an actual networking group and the reputation for that kind of support goes out, you can build the, the population of the group, meaning you now have more people who can support you. So while we may not be marketing the uh, job seekers groups that either we moderate or that we know about, we're not going out and actively advertising, but the reputation precedes that and actually helps us to to gain more voices. One of the things you should maybe look for in a wingman is somebody that's trustworthy, that isn't going to share information that you share with each other. Uh, so the, I think the idea behind a wingman is you create a trusting uh, equal ground mentorship. Absolutely. Where you're mentoring each other. You're not just always contributing one direction. Yes. Uh, so if you feel like you're not getting mutual benefit or uh, mirrored engagement, and, and that sort of thing, you might consider finding another wingman, potentially. Well, and, and you can have more than one. Mm -hmm. It depends on what your needs are. And there are some people who naturally have a lot of people working with them on various projects, whether it's dependent upon the, the industry or the role or whatever that might look like. And then there are those who really don't have a large circle but they're, they are trusted, they are really beneficial, and so it, it's going to look different for everybody. The most important part is doing what works for you. Um, there's going to be a rhythm to this. We see waves, uh, you know, the ebbs and flows of unemployment. Right now, we're at a, a, a point of low uh, unemployment. That's going to change. It always does. The good thing is when it's at high unemployment, that too is going to change. Individually, uh, it doesn't matter to me so much whether or not I'm unemployed with a whole bunch of people or just a few. If I'm unemployed, I'm unemployed. I need the job one way or the other. So find the rhythm. Find the, uh, the ability to have regular contribution, to provide regular contribution, and to benefit from it as well. Just put a recurring calendar event in, in your calendar so that you guys can connect on a regular basis. What we found, at least in job search, is that if you're not going to a place every day 
from eight to five or whatever your regular schedule might have been, you leave yourself to your own devices yeah. and you don't have a schedule and you don't have any purpose. Sometimes you get off the rails. So having a little bit of discipline into this process is likely a good thing. Absolutely. Well, and you, you also think about the fact that if, if I'm sitting at my computer doing job search after job search and I'm only doing it online, and that gets frustrating because when you think about the rate of return, you're doing well if you get a 3% rate of return. That's uh, the, the typical of direct mail. So you get junk mail, right? If the company gets a 3% return, they've done really well. If they've done a 1% return, they will invest in it again. And to think that does better than cold calling, than the online searches where they're using automated systems and all this, don't spend all your time online because it's going to be demoralizing. When you get into a rhythm of getting together with people who have your back, who are supporting you, who may be helping you, also who may be in your boat with you, you are going to get a sense that at least this was worthwhile. This was worth mm. leaving home. I'm getting out to enjoy the weather at the very least, whatever that looks like. Yeah. That, that reminds me of something, actually. There's a number of people that came to Breakfast Club that were total strangers that ended up becoming best friends. Yeah. And there's even groups that continue to go play golf. They go on vacations together. These are people that had a shared experience through you know, what some might consider a crisis and a very emotional, stressful situation. Right. And they were able to build a relationship because of the shared experience they went through and supporting each other. This is actually shown when I was in college getting my degree in, in tourism. In one of the courses, I remember specifically talking about the fact that on a, on a, a tour, uh, if there's a crisis, whether you're on a cruise and there's something that happens to the ship or the, the example that was given was this guy was on a, a, a land tour in the Middle East hmm. and something traumatic happened. I don't know if it was a bomb or what, but the, the people were OK, but it was really frightening. And the friendships that were created from that experience have lasted a lifetime. So you can have these kinds of friendships develop from your time in a, a situation where you don't have what you need, where you are unemployed. Um, my own situation, I met you when I was unemployed. I have several other friends that I met through these job-seeking groups that have been friends now for nine years. It's amazing. It's funny, the, the cycles you talked about earlier in the ebb and flows, there's something I read recently that the average uh, tenure on a job now is somewhere around 26 months. That means these valuable relationships that you created while you're employed or not uh, can really serve you well when you potentially are in that situation again. Yeah. So being proactive in this process and understanding how it works and staying in touch with people. Yeah. These are all good things. To this day, uh, my friend Nancy uh, continues to send me emails. We met nine years ago in a job seekers group. And she sends me, at this time, she'll send me emails saying, hey, are you still looking? Here's a job lead for you. Nine years? Nine years later. She's sending you job leads. Yeah. Well, it took me a long time. But <laughs> it, 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 did she not get the note, the memo? 
that you got a job. Yeah, I won't hold you accountable for that. I I really appreciate the thought. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I, it, it does speak to the, the depth of the friendships that you develop during times that can be stressful. Well, the reality is you might be there again. Highly probable. That's all we have today on being a good wingman and short and sweet having a good wingman and sharing each other's experience and just being honest and transparent it's a great uh, opportunity for you to level up your communication skills and your collaboration abilities and if you're out out of your comfort zone that's okay a little bit each time practice it a bit you get better at it and so it may not be what you like doing best in life but it will serve you well So find yourself a wingman today. We thank you for joining us today on Job Seekers Radio. Your investment of time and attention is greatly appreciated. Head over to iTunes and subscribe to get future episodes. While you're there, would you please rate and review this this podcast for us? It really means a lot in getting us into the uh, upper echelons of the uh, featured and promoted. Sure. That would be wonderful. We want your feedback. We just want to do a better job. Yeah, so go to jobseekersradio.com. If you have a comment, go ahead and click the Contact Us button at the top right of the page. And we encourage you just to get out there and network, network, network. Have fun. Take care. We'll see you on the next episode of Job Seekers Radio.